There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, November 29th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode with the World Cup going on, Rob's going to break down a cool story about how a new high-tech soccer ball is making life easier on refs and also could help grow the game. But before we get to that, here's what else is going on in business and tech. And boy, is it a lot. So let's get crack-lacking. All right, first things first, let's start with what's happening on the Twitter front So just yesterday, we were discussing Musk's claim made last week that if Apple and Google were to kick Twitter off their app stores, he'd just make a new phone. And the conversation has continued on that front. Today, in meme form, he tweeted that he is going to war with Apple. So let's break this down a bit. What's he going to war over? He's going to war over mainly two things, moderation and commission fees. Mm -hmm. So let's discuss this. Yesterday, he tweeted that Apple threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store. That is most likely having to do with Apple's concern over Musk's new approach to content moderation on Twitter and also just Apple's perception of Twitter's ability to now moderate Twitter with a skeleton workforce like 25% of the size it was a month ago. You know, on Sunday, what remains of Twitter's anti-propaganda team faced a whole flood of Chinese spam accounts posting adult content in an attempt to drive attention away from posts about anti-government protests in China. For context, Musk has deep business ties in China with Tesla and just his handling of conflicts of interest and their effect on his commitment to free speech has been a big concern throughout this whole Twitter takeover process. But Apple and Musk definitely do not see eye to eye on content moderation. You know, Apple is famously approved when it comes to content moderation. In their trial versus Epic Games, they had a fit over a nude cartoon banana. (laughs) So there's the moderation issue, but then there's also the commission issue. So Apple takes a 30% fee off of basically any dollar that passes through the App Store. And No one likes this except for Apple. People have huge problems with this. Big companies, Spotify has a huge problem with this. Epic Games has a huge problem with this. They've gone to court with Apple over this. And Musk, who, as we discussed yesterday, wants to turn Twitter into basically a payments app to an extent, does not want to have to pay a 30% commission fee on each dollar. So this is another thing that he is going to war with Apple over. So Apple's definitely developed some enemies with this. I don't know if they've met an adversary of Elon Musk's level, right? Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how this happens. He's proven that he can absolutely rally people around things. You're absolutely right. You know, Daniel Eck and the people at Epic Games and Spotify, they can make the best arguments in court. But at the end of the day, your average Joe doesn't know that they're in court making these arguments. <laughs> right. and doesn't really care. doesn't know who they are. Yeah. When you have Elon Musk on Twitter with 119 million followers posting about this in meme form, it can make a big difference. And we'll see if the pressure is enough to bend Apple. 
All right. In other news, as I've said, you cannot spell crypto without cry. Digital asset lender BlockFi, which has had significant exposure to Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX, is filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. I think this one really hurts because BlockFi was really viewed and marketed as a safe, secure place to earn interest on crypto investments for average people who just may have been like curious about investing in cryptocurrencies. You know, sites like NerdWallet rated BlockFi's credit cards four out of five stars. So it's just not another good look. All right. Also, Bob Iger told Disney employees he's focused on streaming profitability, has no imminent acquisition plans, and that his wife had him return as CEO so that he would not run for U.S. president. Anyways, in other news, life insurance payouts in the U.S. hit a record $100 billion plus in 2021, rising 11% year over year, following a 15% jump in 2020 with COVID being the primary culprit. Also, some excellent news. The prices for chicken breasts in the U.S. have dropped around 70% since June. That's pretty good if you like chicken. Also, Ireland's data watchdog hit Meta with a $276 million fine for an April 2021 leak that jeopardized the information of over 530 million users. And lastly, Kim Kardashian is reevaluating her Balenciaga ties after the brand's ads featured kids holding teddy bears in bondage gear. Not a good look. All right, Rob. Americans are not known as having soccer on the list of their (laughs) most popular sports top three. Maybe it's like top five. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably top five. But we've got the World Cup going on now. And you wrote a cool story about a new soccer ball and the impact it's having on the game and how it could help grow the game. You know, if you've ever watched soccer, you realize it's really kind of an exercise in pent-up frustration and massive celebrations. And one of the most frustrating things is even when people do score, sometimes they'll get called offsides and sometimes it doesn't actually look like an actual offsides. It doesn't look Mm. like they are committing that penalty. What this new ball is ultimately helping to do is make offsides calls more accurate, faster. If you think about it, refs have like one of the hardest, most thankless jobs, right? And it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. It can be basketball, American football, whatever it is, refs get heckled endlessly. And soccer is no exception. So like there have been cases in the past where a World Cup referee had to go into hiding after a certain match. Oh, nice. So it's pretty crazy. Basically what's going on here with these balls is they're equipped with a device made by a company called Connection, which is an IoT company for sports. This device sits in the exact middle of the ball and it's held in place there by a suspension system that was built by Adidas. And so a lot of technology going into this already, just getting this device into the ball. And the device basically has two sensors. One of them tracks location data and one of them tracks how an object moves through space. And between these sensors and a dozen cameras that are kind of scattered around the stadium, They can track the ball and the players and lead to faster and more accurate offsides calls. So the company that makes the cameras is called Hawkeye. And if you've ever watched tennis, you've probably noticed that they never miss calls, right? Because Mm. they have these incredible camera and motion sensors built into the courts that make sure that every call is perfectly accurate. Something that used to be an issue in tennis was line judges getting calls wrong, right? right? And then they implemented this technology and it's literally like... 
I think the first perfect sport as far as getting calls right. Is that that thing where they like will zoom around 360, zoom in on the exact spot? You're like, how the hell do they know that? Exactly. They'll call a ball out like it'll immediately happen because they've got these sensors that go back to this control room and it all happens so fast. It's unbelievable. But that's exactly right. They'll zoom in on the kind of shadow of where the ball hit. And sometimes the distance from the line, it's just absolutely yeah. insane. Like you millimeters. How close yeah. it comes. And so the hope here is that these sensors and the cameras will kind of work together to give the same kind of confidence and calls in soccer. But the thing is, refs aren't the only ones who are super excited about this. Following the World Cup in 2018, FIFA officials got together and they debriefed. And the big thing that they found, they thought that they could improve from the tournament, was the speed of offsides decisions. They felt like it was taking way too long to make offsides calls. It was distracting for the fans and it was taking away from the experience. And so they started to ramp up this idea of making it easier. Luckily, these new balls that we're talking about were already being tested. They've been tested for about six years before they got final FIFA certification. Those tests included tests with players, making sure that they couldn't feel a difference in the ball. It also included lab testing to make sure that the ball flight wouldn't veer off from other typical soccer balls. But the cool thing is, this is only the beginning. In the future, people expect this combination of sensors and cameras to be able to provide deeper analysis for teams and players. They'll be able to use this data to kind of get better film on their opponents. It could power new visualizations for broadcasters and sportscasters, and it could even create new statistics. This actually happened in the NBA when it released some new technology a few years back. They started to come up with new stats to measure players. And apparently players in this year's World Cup are already getting access to next generation stats that are being powered by this stuff. Mm. It's pretty crazy. It could have a huge impact on the game, make it more interesting, make it more fun to watch and potentially pull in some American viewers. And save the lives of some refs, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hopefully keep some refs out of hiding. Yeah. I'm a fan of this tech because I feel like a ref should never determine a game, right? It should never come down to a ref call. (laughs) Yeah. All right, bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can go sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow.